Hello everyone and welcome to the Commander's Forge. My name is Andy Bentley and the Forge is an area for me to talk about magic, Commander, and anything else as I try and survive this crazy world. Now, I have been taking a little bit of a break still from magic because I'm still recovering from the last month and a half of work and I'm still working overtime on top of that. So, honestly, I don't really know any of the discourse that's going on because I've been avoiding Twitter, and I don't really want to get into any of the discourse, so I'm not going to. And for now, I'm just going to relax. I'm not going to do an extensive phyrexia breakdown by color or what was released or any of that stuff because I find it exhausting once the set is fully spoiled I'll take a look and I'll kind of point out some of the cards I'm excited for that's about it there's far more people that are well equipped to give you a set review some people that will give you seven set reviews but we're not going to name names so all that is really to say is I'm still here I'm still doing stuff I'm still just getting back into the swing of wanting to play magic with people again <laughs> and that's kind of all there is for that now I am going to talk about something that will most likely be brought up in their next episode, but it was brought to my attention that after episode 190, the Guardian Project podcast will be coming to an end. This is because uh, Andy Flory has taken on new responsibilities with his job and will be traveling more. And I wish him the best. And yeah, I hope him and Coyle someday find the time to uh, sit down and talk to us again. But yeah. So that's about where I am today. I do have... Man, just so much on my plate right now. I'm trying to keep the head above water. So far, it's mostly working. But yeah, this part was honestly just going to be a quick check-in. Uh, and when we get back, we're going to talk about a deck that I put together for uh, next month's league with the Guardian Project. And we'll get into that more when I get there, too. So I will be right back. I just want to take a minute to tell you about my Patreon. I know times are hard for everybody, and I know it isn't easy to shuffle around bills and stuff, believe me, I know that. But if you would like to help support the podcast, you can find the links to my Patreon in my link tree, which is always put into the description of either the video or the audio wherever you're listening to it it would really mean the world to me honestly i'm 
just struggling to make ends meet most weeks. But that's it. That's all. If you want to help, the links will be where you can find them. And we're back. Now, well, the Guardian Project will be coming to an end after episode 190 for the foreseeable future, they decided they're going to open up the Discord and their patron league to everyone. So anybody can participate. That being said, the next month, which would, you know, be February, the theme is going to be budget, with your first deck of the month being $100 or less, and then you get to add $25 every week. I'm torn between two decks I have that... One I had built that was a little expensive. I just cut some stuff out of and changed stuff around. But we're going to talk about this other one that I had just built. Uh, this is Layla the Blade Reforged. She is a 2-2 spirit warrior for 2 and a red. She has haste. And whenever she attacks, exiles the top card of your library. You may play that card this turn. And whenever one or more cards are put into exile from your library and or your graveyard, put a plus one plus one counter on Layla. So, I kind of broke this deck down into, I want to say, like, four different things, but the main thing I want to talk about is impulse draw, damage, and then how we're taking advantage of impulse draw. So, let's start with the impulse draw, which, as we all know, is exiling stuff from the top of our library and being able to play it. But I want to start this with an honorable mention that I put in there that doesn't technically trigger Layla, and that's Stolen Strategy. Four and a red for an enchantment. At the beginning of your upkeep, exile the top card of each opponent's library until end of turn. You may cast spells from among those exiled cards, and you may spend mana, as or any mana, to cast those spells. So this only hits your opponent's great our libraries so it doesn't actually help us but you never know when you're going to hit something off of an opponent's library that you really want to play but next up we have atali primal storm uh four red red for a six six elder dinosaur whenever uh atali attacks exile the top card of each player's library then you may cast any number of spells from among those cards without paying their mana costs so this also doubles like Stolen Strategy does, hitting stuff from our opponents, but also is going to trigger Layla. Uh, we have Urbrass Heretic Praetor, uh, 3 red red for a 4-4 Phyrexian Praetor. It has haste. At the beginning of your upkeep, exile the top card of your library. You may play that land this turn, and then at the beginning of each opponent's upkeep, the next time they would draw a card this turn, instead they exile the top card of their library, they may play it this turn. So this helps us in that we're going to exile the card that will trigger Layla, but then we still draw on our draw step. Our opponents do not draw on their draw step. They instead just exile the top card. They can still play it, but everyone can see what they are going to play in that case. Next up, we have Tectonic Giant. Two red red for a 3-4 Elemental Giant. Whenever it attacks or becomes the target of a spell an opponent controls, you can either deal 3 damage to each opponent or exile the top 2 cards of your library. You choose one of them. Until the end of your next turn, you may play that card. 
Now, there's a bunch of the things that say until the end of your next turn, and we, well, those are the things we wanted to kind of focus on for most of the stuff we're doing. So, things like Galvantic Relay, which is two and a red for a sorcery. You exile the top card of your library. During your next turn, you may play that card. And it has Storm. Reckless Impulse is one and a red for a sorcery. Exile the top two cards of your library. Until the end of your next turn, you may play those cards. Light Up the Stage is two and a red for a sorcery. It has Spectacle for a single red. Exile the top two cards of your library until the end of your next turn. You may play those cards. Ignite the Future is three and a red for a sorcery. Exile the top three cards of your library until end of your next turn. You may play those cards. If this spell was cast from a graveyard, you may play that card this way without paying their mana costs because it has flashback for seven and a red. Commune with Lava is X red red for an instant. Exile the top X cards of your library until the end of your t next turn. You may play those cards. Creative Technique. Four and a red for a sorcery. It has Demonstrate. So you can have an opponent copy it, and if they do, you get a second copy. Shuffle your library, then reveal cards from the top of your library until you reveal a non-land card. Exile that card and put the rest on the bottom of your library in a random order. You may cast the exile card without paying its mana cost. Now, this does not trigger Layla for each card you reveal, because you're not exiling those, you only exile the one you can play. Uh, Rob the Archives is one in red for a sorcery, it has casualty one. Exile the top two cards of your library, you may play those cards this turn. Uh, Outpost Siege is three in red for enchantment. When it comes in, you choose either cons or dragons. Cons is at the beginning of your upkeep, exile the top card of your library until end of turn. You may play that card. Uh, dragons is whenever a creature you control leaves the battlefield that deals one damage to any target. Uh, Vance's Blessing Cannons is three in red for a legendary enchantment. At the beginning of your upkeep, exile the top card of your library. Uh, if it's a non-land card, you may cast it this turn. Whenever you cast your third spell in a turn, you may transform Vance's Blasting Cannons into Spitfire Bastion. It's a legendary land. It taps to add red, and you can pay two in red and tap it to do three damage to target, creature, or player. Uh, I doubt we'll ever want to flip it, but it's nice to have, I guess. Uh, and then to round out the last of... Things that are going to exile cards for us, we have Jessica's Will. Two in red for a sorcery. Uh, choose one. If you control a commander as you cast a spell, you may choose both. Add red for each card in target opponent's hand. Exile the top three cards of your library. You may play those cards this turn. Uh, Furious Rise. Two in red for an enchantment. At the beginning of your end step, if you control a creature with power four or greater, exile the top card of your library. You may play that card until you exile another card with Furious Rise. And finally, we have Tavern Brawler. Two in a red for a background. Commander creatures you own have at the beginning of your upkeep. Exile the top card of your library. This creature gets plus X plus zero till end of turn, where X is that card's mana value. You may play that card this turn. So, yeah, we want to exile cards. But we also want things that are going to 
give us effects from casting those cards. So first up, we have Passionate Archaeologist, one in red for a background. Commander creatures you own have, whenever you cast a spell from exile, this creature deals damage equal to that spell's mana value to target opponent. Wild Magic Sorcerer is three in red for a 4-3. Orc Shaman, the first spell you cast from exile each turn has Cascade. Now, in this case, with Layla on the Battlefield... Every card you reveal in, when doing a Cascade is going to put a counter on her because of the way Cascade works. Uh, then we have one that is... I'm uh, not entirely sure how to pronounce. Uh, Nelfishni. It's 5 and a red for a 4-6 Beast Demon with Flying. Whenever you cast a spell from Exile, copy it. You may choose new targets for the copy. If it's a permanent spell... The copy gains haste, and at the beginning of your end step, sacrifice this permanent. So those are the the payoffs that aren't our commander, essentially. But the last thing I do kind of want to talk about in terms of this deck is... I, I just want to push damage... So, we're running stuff like Torben, Thane of Redfell. One red, red, red for a 2-4 Dwarf Noble. If a red source you control would deal damage to an opponent or a permanent opponent controls, it deals that much plus two instead. Uh, we have the original Urbrask. Uh, three red, red for a 4-4. Four, four. Pretty sure they retconned it. Two Phyrexian Praetor. Could be wrong. Uh, considering the copy I'm looking at is in Phyrexian script. Uh, but the important part is, creatures your opponents control enter tapped, and creatures you control have haste. Then we get into the big beefy things do more damage. Like Dictated the Twin Gods. Three red red for an enchantment with flash. If a source would deal damage to a permanent or player, it deals double that damage to that permanent or player instead. This is the double-edged sword in that that damage can also be doubled against me. Uh, next up we have Furnace of Wrath. One red, red, red for an enchantment. If a source would deal damage to a creature or player, it deals double that much damage to that creature or player instead. This is also symmetrical. But uh, the last one, Gratuitous Violence. Two red, red, red. For an enchantment. If a creature you control would deal damage to a creature or player, it deals double that damage to that creature or player instead. So we want to push damage in all ways, but that one is the I just want to push damage at you. Uh yeah. So I'm still undecided which of the two decks I want to play next month. And uh, maybe I'll get a couple of games with both of them to see which one kind of clicks more for me. But yeah, until then, I'll uh, see you next time. Hey, goodbye. Thank you for listening. All of my links can be found in my link tree in the description below. I would like to thank Ian Foss and Cody Mulpey of the band The Crypt for allowing me to use music for my opening and ending along with Nate and Erica Jacobs for making my original logo. 
And I would also like to thank Christina McNichol for creating my new logo. And I'll see you next time.